You are listening to the OneOfUs.net Podcast Network. Hello, One of Us listeners. My name is Nick. You may recognize my voice from One of Us shows such as The Screener Squad, The Final Watch series, and occasionally The Breakfast Pub. Recently, I ventured into the world of audiobooks and created my own production company, Mercs with Mics, which so far has been quite successful. The bad news is that's a little too successful for me to actually keep up with the workload on. So I'm looking for some freelance audio editors to help me out with some basic editing. Things like editing out flub takes, loud breathing between dialogue, and the elimination of clicks and pops and other artifacts that might end up on the audio. Payment would start at the rate of $70 per full hour of edited audio. I'm also looking for narrators, with a decent home recording setup, and at least some previous experience in acting. If you are interested in either of these positions, please contact me at mercswithmikes at gmail.com. Thank you for your time, and a special thanks to all the listeners who support oneofus.net and keep this wonderful site going. You make me proud to be one of us. It's time for another sleepy edition of On the Prize here, everybody. <laughs> we can get our eyes open. Yeah. I'm you just... know, that's the thing. It's like we, we're hoping to watch the Golden Globes that requires me to actually look at the screen. <laughs> I'm just waiting on the coffee to kick in. <laughs> uh. So we got the brilliant idea because we did it last year with the Oscar nominations that we're going to do not only the live reactions for the Oscar noms this year when they happen, but also the Golden Globe noms, which... I'm starting to regret that decision. <laughs> yeah, for the awards that totally matter a lot. That's the thing. Like, you know, when you think about the Golden Globes, it's like I, they are still important in the grand scheme of the Oscar machinations. But, I mean, when you consider the Oscars being a corrupt award, it's like, no, the Golden Globes are a corrupt award, honestly. I will say the Golden Globes are always more entertaining to watch. Well, the ceremony, yeah. and I mean, this year Ricky Gervais is hosting, so. Oh, yeah, I am excited about that. I mean, I thought he was banned pretty much after everyone decided that they just hated him. <laughs> and then he went on that tantrum when nobody liked his stand-up like a couple years ago, right? Oh, right, with his stand-up and his comedy specials that were bombing. He just like, eh, nobody knows good comedy no more. I don't even know if they were bombing. I just think they were criticized. Well, I mean, in the same way that like he was getting criticized, then what, recently, like you say, like Dave Chappelle got criticized, although he probably handled it better because he's just like... Pfft. If you don't like it, sorry. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, his attitude was very much, I guess you could say adult. He's like, yeah, it's not for everyone. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't lash out against society who doesn't know how to take a joke. I still say the best example of that backfiring hardcore was when I heard about what happened to um, Nick Swardson after Bucky Larson. Oh, that movie was awful. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't even seen it all. I saw some clips on YouTube. I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, it was a video entitled The Funny Bits from Bucky Larson. I'm like, oh, are these the funny parts? Because that means that there was really no funny parts in that movie. Yeah, how long was But apparently he, he went on a radio show shortly after, and he, like, you know, he heard about how hard it bombed. He's just like, ah, you know, people don't know how to take good comedy anymore. They don't understand any of that stuff. The critics, nobody listens to the critics. You got <laughs> spared, man. That movie was shit. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was. I mean, I even looked. The reason I looked at the video was because I remember um, Martin from Double Toasted saying that there was the one funny joke with the grapes or whatever, and I'm like, 
okay, maybe in context that's the one funny joke, but maybe they were just so desperate because everything else was so crap that they're like, oh, at least this is one joke that was mildly humorous. See, I don't even remember that. Uh. I think it was that one bit when the, um, uh, what's his name, Uh, that dude from SNL comes in, uh, Kevin Nealon, he comes in and he's like, did you eat one of my grapes? Is that why you're crying? Because you stole one of my grapes, you a-hole, or whatever. You're just like, okay, that was strange. Yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar. I don't know. It's it's been almost a decade since that movie. And, you know, it's funny. Like you, you hear when someone hypes up a moment like that, and you expect to see something much funnier and much more inventive than what's in your imagination. And you're like, actually, that was less impressive than what I imagined it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any, anyways, time. though. Uh, uh, yeah. So we're waiting to refresh the video. Like for some reason, they're not doing like. I guess they're maybe waiting until like five minutes before to actually start the video for the announcements. Four minutes but, uh, before. <laughs> yeah, because I think yeah. we have yeah, about like four or five minutes left before it starts. Um, but yeah, so people, you know the drill. The Golden Globes divides up things with, at least in the primary categories, they split up um, musical comedy and drama for picture, lead actors, and lead actresses. And then they have the supporting category roles, then director, screenplay, score, song, foreign film, animated film, and then they have a bunch of TV categories. Yeah. So, I mean, any wild predictions, if anyone has an idea of what might make it onto the list here? Cats. <laughs> Would that be something? Because they've, they've not been able to qualify for any of the other awards categories because they you know, the movie hasn't released yet for most people. <laughs> if Cats is going to make it anywhere, it will be here. Probably only in the song category, but who knows? <laughs> You know? No, all the yeah, action Tom categories. <laughs> James Corden for best supporting actor. Here we go, actor. James Corden. Uh. Uh, I feel like Mark Zuckerberg at the end of the social network right now. <laughs> right, just constantly refreshing the page, waiting for something to happen. <laughs> Except there's no good Beatles playing. I just gotta listen to you guys. <laughs> ah! Love you guys. I, I, I could put on a Beatles voice and start singing if you like. I don't know. How does it feel to be? <laughs> All right. I'm on a NBC live feed oh, uh, and it says stand uh, by for live video. Going live. 72 other people watching. Two minutes. All right. So I'm going to pull that up just to be safe. Well, <laughs> I, I'm seeing it on Facebook. It's uh, got a little signal that's telling me it'll go live in two minutes and 30 seconds. Oh, on Facebook? Oh. Yep. Oh, so okay. I'm refresh the page. staring at it. All right. So, I mean, um, um, I'm kind of hoping that there's some Rocket Man love in the comedy categories and comedy musical, I mean. Uh, I'm yeah, hoping as well, even though I haven't too. seen it. I still uh, Rocket Man's to. great. I know. Good. Everybody tells me. I just haven't had enough time. Oh, It's everything Bohemian Rhapsody should have been. It's honestly. going live. The times. stream will start shortly. I hear Mine's being interrupted by a Google ad. I <laughs> hear people. Ah, here we chatter. go. Here we go. Yeah, I got it. All right. Yay! <laughs> All right, and then um, you know, I'm I'm curious to see how much uh, Netflix will represent this year. You know. Yeah. Because I mean, what well, they got three legit categ- I mean, three legit contenders for drama with um, Marriage Story, Irishman, and the Two Popes. So yeah, I'm pretty sure Marriage Story dropped on. Friday for this particular award show. 
Yeah, which uh, I, I, I saw it, and I love that movie. So I haven't seen it yet. Two hours and 16 minutes, you know? Who has the time? It's It goes by really quickly. He said waking up at 5 a.m. to watch. <laughs> it's only an hour shorter than The Irishman. <laughs> I'm excited to see it, though. But yeah. Oh, it's great. I'm it excited like to be the single surprised. best performances I've seen all years with ScarJo and uh, Adam Driver. Everyone's been freaking out about Laura Dern on Twitter about it. See, because, you know, it's funny, like, maybe it's my expectations for what a supporting performance is, where it's like, I wish there was more of her. She was great in the movie, but it's like, huh, she really isn't in the movie all that much. She's just in it more than the other supporting performers, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, because honestly, uh, Ray Liotta and Alan Alda are not in it all that much. Like, they make an impression when they're there, though. Oh, cool. I was curious yeah. about Ray Liotta. Well, I mean... You know, Ray Liotta's not as in high stock or high demand as he used to be kind of thing, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, how did that happen? Shortly. Was was that because of Heartbreakers? Do you guys remember Heartbreakers? Vaguely. I mean, just Ray Liotta, the problem with him is just that he's always played the same roles in everything, it feels like. Just either cops, gangsters, or lawyers. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes yeah, all the true. above, if it we're lucky. <laughs> I was a cop, gangster, lawyer. Oh, he was on that... <laughs> He was in that movie where he had to escape from the island. I think it was called No Escape. Uh, maybe. Creative Ooh, title. This was, this I see like on the chat the window here on Facebook that you're there, Nathan. So. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing people yeah, for some reason chairs. it notifies me of people I know who are on it. It says, Nathan Flynn oh. is on the, <laughs> watching the video. Uh, I'm hearing it right now. All right, someone just approached the podium for me. Oh, okay, okay. Here we go. Lorenzo I'm hoping to actually add so the audio weird. underneath this here, so... Yeah. President, Hollywood Foreign Press Association, Lorenzo Soria. <laughs> hey, Italian! <laughs> Infirm of oh. Ernst & Young. There we go. Representing them today are Andy Sale and Mikey Velge. Malta Ben. Our Golden Globe ambassadors this year are Oops. Paris and Dylan started and It's way behind, so I'm going to shut that one off. Yeah, right now I'm just watching. He just introduced the ambassadors or whatever. Sons of Brosnan and filmmaker Kelly Shea Brosnan. Paris and Dylan will be assisting us with our ceremony on January 5th. And we'll be raising So it's crazy that it's actually, they're doing the ceremony January 5th. Like, this is the earliest that they've done the Oscars and the whole award season ceremony in, like, years. Thank you for Wow. They're doing it on January 5th? Now? Yep. And then the Oscars are going to be earlier than they ever have been, too, so... We don't Ugh, the that just means I gotta catch up a lot. I know. I, I don't know what exactly. Last man well, which fanning sister is that next to? Oh. I think it's my favorite Mexican matador, El Fanning. Next. <laughs> the Fanning. Susan Kelechi Watson. Wow, they're really a really a diverse crowd. Last up there. but not least, is that Tim Allen? Yeah, it looks like Tim Allen. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone sitting next to Tim Allen feels like a very wide, diverse crowd. <laughs> <laughs> the whitest man on stage right now, <laughs> even wider than the Italian man. <laughs> I never watched that popular show that people like him for, but oh, uh, Last Man Standing. Hey, yeah. Um, wait, wait. Here we go by an actor in limited series ah. or a motion picture made for television is here or there. Christopher Abbott, Catch-22. Catch Sasha Baron Cohen, Sasha. The Sly. Russell Crowe, The Loudest Voice. 
Jared Harris, Chernobyl. Oh, Jared Harris. Sam Rockwell, Fosse Verde. All right. Best performance by an actress limited in series. a limited series or a motion picture made for television. Caitlin Deaver. I've not seen Unbelievable yet, still. Joey King, The Act. Helen Mirren, Catherine the Great. Merritt Weaver, wow. Unbelievable. Michelle Williams, Fosse Verdon. <laughs> Best television limited series or motion picture made for television. Catch How is Catch-22 getting Hulu. anything? Chernobyl. Chernobyl! HBO. Fosse Verdon, FX, it's gonna win too. FX Networks. The Loudest Voice, Showtime, Unbelievable Netflix. So I'm sure Unbelievable will be... Best motion picture. Oh, funny. Language. The Farewell. The USA. Farewell counts? Les Miserables, France. I did a little French there, right? Threw that in. Pain and Glory, Spain. Paris, nice. South Korea. Portugal. Yeah, no, he, he just said... On fire. Uh, he didn't mention... What was the last one there he said? <laughs> uh... Something French. Oh, man. Okay, so Portrait Lady Fire is not even Fire. eligible for uh, foreign film this year. So Best performance by an actor oh. in a supporting role in a series. Oh, limited supporting role in a series. All these TV awards. Alan Arkin, The Commissioner. Okay, Alan <laughs> Kieran Culkin, Succession. Culkin. Andrew Scott, Fleabag. Stellan Skarsgård, Chernobyl. Henry Winkler. Yes. Henry Winkler. Best television series, musical or comedy, Barry, mm-hmm. HBO, yeah, good. Fleabag, Prime Video, The Kaminsky Method, Netflix, The Marvelous Mrs. Hey. Maisel, Prime Video, and The Politician. The Politician? Jeez. Best original score, motion picture, <laughs> Alexandra Desplat, Little okay. Women, Hilder. Joker Hilder, for music. Oh, nice. Joker. Randy Newman, Marriage, Marriage Story. Marriage Story is great. Thomas Newman, 1917. Daniel Pemberton. Motherless Brooklyn. All right. Okay, I don't know if people like Best Motherless Brooklyn or not. Song, motion picture, beautiful ghost. Oh, cats. Song. Music oh, cats. By cats got Reb- yeah. Weber and Taylor Swift. I'm gonna love me again. Rocket Man. Music by Elton John and Bernie Taupin. Into the Unknown. Frozen hey, Two. Like Frozen. Music and lyrics by Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez. Spirit. The, the, the song Lion choices King. this year are incredibly weak. Just looking at the little list of what we got. Ilya Salmanzadeh and Beyonce. Stand Up, Harriet. All Music right. and lyrics by Joshua Bryan. Yeah, Kittle those songs had a, those songs had it all. Tate Swift going to get that Golden Globe, you guys. <laughs> yeah, she really needs it. <laughs> Good morning. <clears throat> Best performance by an actress oh, in a I'm supporting so role wait, in wait, a wait, series, wait. limited series or motion picture made for television. Patricia oh, for Arquette, television still. The act. Yeah. Helena yeah. Bonham Carter, The Crown, Tony Collette, Unbelievable, Meryl Streep, Big Little Lies, Emily Watson, Chernobyl. Best that's the problem. By an actor that's the problem with all these categories where it's like it's television, but Michael in Douglas, this case, it's not the television cutoff Bill line Hader, for the Emmys. So it's ben a mixture Hunt, of mm-hmm. the previous year's Emmys and the la- Rudd, next year's Emmys. Living with yourself, <laughs> Rami Youssef Rami. <laughs> Best performance by an actress in a television series, musical, or comedy. Christina Applegate, Dead to Me. Rachel Brosnahan, Mrs. Maisel, Kirsten Dunst on Becoming a God in Central Florida. People seem to really like Natasha On Becoming a God in Central Russian Florida. Doll, Phoebe Waller yeah, I enjoy it. Best performance by an actor in a television series drama. Brian Cox, Succession. Kit Harrington, Kit Game Harrington. of Thrones. Hey, Kit Tom Harrington Malik, is not Mr. bad in that role. Tobias I mean, it's the character that serves under certain terms of that. Did, uh, it's Mahershala Ali. Screenplay, screenplay, screenplay. Here we go. Noah Baumbach, oh. Marriage Story. Bong Joon-ho, Parasite, Parasite, Anthony McCartan, Two Popes, Popes, Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Steven, Alien, The Irishman got a nod, that's good, 
Yeah, oh, I'm sure the Irishman's going to get a Best Picture nod. Oh, yeah. There are still 12 nominations to be <laughs> announced when we are joined live by the Today I told show. you they were going to take a break. At exactly 5.15. I've never done anything for six minutes a in a row, now. so I'm getting out of here. See you back at 5.15. All right. Kit so, Harrington for his so worst for this season first. by far. Why didn't they just say it that way? That was, that was his worst season by oh, far. Oh, yeah. And now it he's was, getting his nominations. I don't blame Kit Harrington for that, honestly. It's just, it was, it was the show. The show just took a nosedive with some of the quality in the writing. So Yeah, so but what, they're giving a young man a, what, a legacy nomination? Yeah. That, it wouldn't be the first and it won't be the last. So I'm curious, is a, is a fucking uh, True Detective Season 3 out of the uh, running at this point? I don't think it's just, I, I think they just didn't nominate it. So. Uh, that's a bummer. Although, I mean, they haven't Put an amazing performance out. Oh sure, I mean it... yeah, I agree. I don't know if people are going to say snub though. Yeah, I don't think people are going to go that far. Well, uh, uh, what's his name in the boys? Uh, Anthony Starr is somebody I would put up, but that's uh, I guess that's just me. I thought he was. Yeah, incredible. I, I I don't know if he's going to make for actual uh, Emmy competition because I mean he's good, but it's a competitive category. I mean competitive year, especially. Oh yeah. Season, so. Yeah. I mean, although to be fair, when you think about the Emmys for this next year, a lot of shows aren't coming back. I mean, Game of Thrones ended, and uh, you know, uh, Fleabag's not eligible next year. That's what's that keeping stuff. me on a lot of TV because every show is ending. It's like, oh, might as well start. Every show from the beginning. I mean, Stranger Things will be eligible <laughs> yeah. next year because it technically it, it came out in the uh, after the cutoff line from last year's Emmys. So and these uh, award shows always also always loving the nominations for the is it I just heard it like eight times a Ch- Kaminsky Chomsky method Kaminsky method Kaminsky method yeah. yeah I don't do know why for some reason they love the that? Kaminsky method at the Golden Globes like the Golden Globes is very picky with their television shows or sometimes they're like pick very obscure shows that nobody's watching and just go, hey, that's the best thing that we're watching this year. You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody's watching that, Mr. Golden Globe, sir. So- well, like, um, uh, uh, Billy Bob Thornton won Best Actor for Goliath one year when I don't think anybody else watched or cared about Goliath up to, even even before that point. I know... I haven't uh, seen any yet, but yeah. I know this is kind of weird, but... Uh, does any, is anybody a little confused why The Farewell was nominated under foreign film? I mean, There's I, some dumb BS like that with the way they consider a foreign film in the Golden Globes, because that's, that's not the first time that's happened. Yeah. You don't think it's like a racist thing, do you? Uh, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's like a, that guy was the president of the foreign press is just sitting down and he's like, it wow, is, that's It a is lot run of by Asians. a bunch of Europeans, so maybe it is a foreign film to them. <laughs> oh, there you go. The yeah. bulk of the movie is... In a foreign language, so I understand that, but I don't know. Is it in New York? The setting? Yeah, or? I, I don't know. What that's that's a weird. Uh, they've done some weird picks like that before. It seems like, like it's just to open up the, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. So there's a few categories like that where I usually just say don't take them for. I mean, don't 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 put too much investment in them to reflect the the Oscars. Because like, okay, from that list. Pain and Glory, Parasite, and Les Miserables will probably make it onto the list for the international cinema. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, the other two, don't, don't expect to see them. I hope to see The Farewell at least under the best picture now, because fuck, that was... Uh... Um, I mean, I'm, I'm at least <laughs> hoping for a supporting actress and actress at this rate, you know? God, people really need to start uh, 
putting alive before certain titles. I got Kirk Douglas turns 103 as a, as a whole thing. Speaking of RIPs, I mean, or like the people who are still alive or dead or not, like, have you noticed how many people related to Star Trek have been dropping like flies this weekend? Yeah, it's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. Like, so a head, a very influential writer died, and then an actor who put the actor played Charlie X died, and then the dude who played Odo from um, Deep Space Nine died, and then one of the actors, I mean, one of the actresses' husbands from that show died just just last night. So you're like, is something happening to Star Trek? Yeah, I really liked that actor, too. I had no idea he was that old. Yeah, and then, oh my gosh, freaking, um, what's his name? Big Bird died. <laughs> yeah, who also um, hand-puppeted Oscar the Grouch. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, okay, any other wild predictions? Like, I think Joker, I mean, like, Joaquin Phoenix will probably get nominated for Best Actor. Oh, definitely. Um, Let's see, if I had to pick for Best Picture Drama, I mean, it's going to be Irishman and Marriage Story for sure, because... They should make it on there. Absolutely. Um, I concur. 1917, probably? Yeah. Yeah, 1917's already been nominated. I mean, I'm hearing a lot of great stuff about I that, wonder. So. I wonder if Brad Pitt and Leo are going to be nominated for uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I hope That's going to be a good question. Like, I, I mean, if, if it got nominated for Best Screenplay, I wouldn't be surprised to see it in some more categories. Ooh, my computer is running hot. Which, hey, I mean, in Best Replay, all three of the major Netflix contenders were nominated. Uh, Marriage Story, Irishman, and Two Popes. Yeah, I so wonder... Two Popes is, is its screenplay, so I'm very excited to see that. Uh, from what I hear, everyone says that's one of the best written movies of the year, so... Yeah, yeah. The Two Popes. Well, I mean, and also it's a great chance to see those two actors, you know, Jonathan Price and Anthony Hopkins, act off each other, which I'm like, yes, please, I want to see that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> How long ago did that movie movies? come out? Um, the two popes. Yeah, it hasn't even been released. Technically, been it just released. released yet, it, it released in theaters for a limited run, but then it's not going to release on Netflix till the twentieth. Maybe it's yeah. that trailer came out so early for me. Oh yeah, they know they've been advertising it for a while now. But I mean, that's well, I first heard about it because it premiered at I want to say not cons, but a festival. I think right after that, uh, and everyone was just raving like, "Yeah, this is one of the funniest movies that we've seen all year," which is not what you'd expect with a movie about Catholic popes. You know. Oh. Because it's one of those like you know just witty banter type movies kind of thing, where it's just two guys in a room and they just chit chat about life and philosophy and religion and you know personal stuff. So so I'm uh, I'm I'm really glad that Joker got its nomination in the soundtrack department because that was extremely oh. interesting soundtrack as a whole. Oh yeah, um, Hildur Guðnadóttir, she's like one of those up and coming uh, composers. I'm like, yeah, I think she's got some great stuff ahead of her. Yeah, I still haven't seen Chernobyl. I really need to get on it. It's great. Yeah, I, that's do. that's yeah, battling really uh, for my number one uh, TV series of the year. So I just remember yeah. my friend Max went to go see uh, Godzilla: King of the Monsters at like eleven o'clock, and it it got to like mm-hmm. the point where it's like almost one a.m. and somebody's walking right against like nuclear energy and throws a nuke into Godzilla's fucking mouth, and he's just like, "I watched Chernobyl. This man would be dead." <laughs> Oh, that was so stupid. Uh, Can we talk about how disappointing King of the Monsters was? Or did you guys I like still, it? I haven't yeah. seen it. I, so, okay. I liked it enough. Best English language yeah. Godzilla movie. 
low bar. She's yeah, that is such time. a low bar. Oh, here we go. I think are they going back? I'm aware it's a low no, bar. No, they're just fidgeting in their chairs. Well, I Poor enjoyed Tim the Rodan sequence. And I think the Rodan sequence is totally. worth it, but oh, everything yeah. else is everything involving the humans somehow they made it worse than when it was Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, it's either a five point five out of ten for me or a six out of ten. Right. So I'm not full on defending it. I just think there are some moments that are truly. All I know no, is that I picked right. it up uh, for Black that. Friday at like for like nine bucks at a Best Buy. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that's how you do it. Oh, here Welcome here to the nominations for the Golden Globe Awards. The Cota family comes up there. With Godzilla. us this morning are Godzilla's getting Tim Allen, <laughs> Susan Carvajal, is Godzilla and the, the King Cota of the family. Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> Team, you would share. Man, they just like didn't even bother like with like presentation. They're just like, here, here's some paper, read it off. Team. <clears throat> Hi everybody. Well, best performance by an actress in a television series drama, Jennifer Aniston, The Morning, the morning show. show. Olivia Coleman, The Crown, Jodie okay. Comer, Killing Eve, Nicole Kidman, Big Little Eyes, oh. Reese Witherspoon, The Morning Show. The Morning Show with two. Best oh, supporting for excuse me, best performance by an actor <laughs> in a supporting role in any motion picture. Huh. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes. Al Pacino, The Irishman. Wah. Joe Pesci, The Irishman. Brad Pitt, Once oh, Upon a Brad Time Pitt. in Hollywood. That's a solid list. Yeah. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. Yes. Kathy Bates, Woo. Richard Jewell. Annette oh, Benning, I'm so glad they didn't say Margot Robbie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Laura Dern, Marriage Story. Jennifer Lopez, Hustlers. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie and Bombshell, though. Yeah. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, yes! or comedy. Daniel Craig from Knives Out. Out. Roman Griffin Davis, Jojo nice. Rabbit. Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a, Once time, upon in a time in Hollywood's a comedy. Fair. Taron Edgerton. It's Rocket closer Man. to a comedy than a Eddie drama Martin's for me. If you ask Dolomite is my name. Thank you. No. Uh, that, hey, Deadpool's a comedy, and that's super violent. No, uh, I was being serious. <laughs> no, you weren't. Good morning. Best motion okay. picture animated, Frozen 2. How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, yeah, The Lion King, Lion King Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. Nice. Wow. Best director, yeah. motion picture, Bong Joon Ho, oh. Parasite, Sam Mendes, 1917, right. Todd Phillips, Todd Joker, Phillips. Martin Todd Scorsese, Phillips. The Irishman. Quentin Tarantino. You remember once upon when all those articles circulating like Joker's not gonna get any Oscar love? Who's Best gonna performance talk about by that? an actor in a motion picture drama: Christian Bale, Ford versus oh. Ferrari; Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory; Adam Driver, Marriage Story; Joaquin Phoenix, Joker; Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. That's a great list of actors there. Yeah, that's really. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical oh, wow. or comedy: Anna de Armas, Knives Out. Aquafina, yes, The Farewell. Kate Blanchett, the Farewell's Richard a comedy? Bernadette. You don't think so? Beanie Feldstein, Ooh, Booksmart. Booksmart. In some and sense, Emma yeah. Thompson, funny than Late uh, Yeah, no, I guess it would... <laughs> Is that another joke or serious? <laughs> That's me being earnest, yeah. Good morning. Best television oh. series drama, Big Little Lies, HBO, Little Lies. The Crown, so Netflix, wow. Killing Eve, BBC America, the Morning Show, Apple TV Apple Plus, TV Plus. Succession, I mean, I don't even think HBO. Show the most, like, Best performance ooh, by an actress in a motion picture drama. Cynthia Erivo, Harriet, Scarlett yeah. Johansson, Marriage Story, 
Saoirse Ronan, Little Women, Charlize Theron, Bombshell, Renee Zellweger, Judy. Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy, Dolomite Is My Woo, Name, Dolomite. Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Rocket this, Man. Yeah. Best Motion Picture it's Drama, 1917, The Irishman, Joker, Joker, Marriage Story, The Two Popes. All three Netflix movies got nominated for Best Drama. Oh, wow. Wow. Congratulations to all our nominees. Please join us on Sunday, January 5th for the 77th Annual Golden Globe Awards, hosted by Ricky Gervais, live on NBC. No, he's a cool guy. Thank you all. Because he's an Italian man. He's got a funny accent, and he speaks very properly. Foreign press is so important. Well, that's the thing. Even though they give alcohol out at the ceremony, which does make it better, I think everyone's a lot more laid back and less serious. They do always remember to thank the foreign press, no matter who's giving the speech. Well, it's like thinking the academy, you know. So. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's not going to go up and go, yeah, the foreign press can go F off. Thank you for the award. <laughs> I'd like to thank the foreign press for nothing. <laughs> Get them off the stage. So, uh, what surprised you guys? Huh? I was surprised a bunch of movies that we haven't seen yet have been nominated. I really <laughs> thought 1917 was going to get snubbed because of how late in the game it's going to be. No, it's been seen by enough people by at this point that I think, you know, it's making an impression. Well, I want to see it. <laughs> my uh, 6 a.m. temper tantrum. Well, then I want to see it. I want to see it now. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I'm just looking through here. There, I mean, it's still fresh. Everyone's trying to update their stuff. But yeah, so best drama, I mean, again... All three major Netflix, Netflix contenders and Joker and 1917 are nominated. That's uh, that's quite a list there. I'm kind of surprised Joker's getting so much love. I mean, to Do be fair, think... like the uh, it seems like foreign uh, foreign critics especially love Joker, like uh, because it won the Venice Prize. Yeah, it won the Golden uh, Lion. I mean, yeah, like, it, I think do you really think like they'd be afraid not to nominate it? Because a non-nomination or a snub, as it's called, would cause all those riots. <laughs> Joker better win an Oscar, or there will be blood. <laughs> I think, uh, oddly enough, as much well, you know, I can't even speak to this because I haven't seen 1917, Marriage Story, or The Two Popes. But I'm really impressed by the best motion picture, musical, or comedy category. I, yeah, that's a good selection there. Yeah, I think that's a selection of at least most of my top ten. Well, yeah, once upon a time that, in um, Hollywood might have been bumped off by now, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then uh, it seems like everyone's been pretty much in agreement that they should nominate both Pacino and Pesci for The Irishman. So. Oh, you know what? I thought they. I thought I must have. They must have talked over it, or you guys must have talked over it. Sorry. Uh, I didn't hear Eddie Murphy for Dolomite is my name. That's fucking awesome. I'm glad that he got oh, yeah. the musical or comedy nod. Yeah, yeah. no, he. It's his comeback. I think, he might I, mean, win. I, I think this will be his only category he's really represented in. Oh yeah, like, like, for I, sure. I doubt it's going to translate to Oscars. Yeah, it's not going to translate to Oscars. But I mean, I mean, he was a dead lock for it, and I thought they snubbed him for a second. And I'm glad to find out that he's there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can't get over how stupid it is the farewell as a best foreign film. Yeah. That's really lame. Also, okay, best animated feature. This is where I always give credit to the Oscars for this kind of stuff because 
for some reason, the Golden Globes just want to nominate American-made films. Yep. They don't ever look yeah. at like foreign, even though they're the foreign press. You know. I lost my body. Uh, Should have been on there. Oh, any, any of the anime nominees that were contested, like like Weathering with You or anything like that? Nothing. None of that on there. Mm. I'm bummed that Hustlers only got love for Jennifer Lopez, who is great in that movie. But again. Oscar nominee Jennifer Lopez. That is the thing that we should expect to see soon. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I agree. I agree, yeah. Uh, Richard Jewell got a nomination for Sporting Actress, too, which I love Kathy Bates, so that's great. Kathy Bates <laughs> should always be nominated. She's like Meryl Streep. Uh, well, yeah. Except, she gets, yeah, she gets I, a I, lot of nominations. I, well, no, actually, she doesn't. Uh, Kathy Bates has only been... Actually, no, she's only been nominated twice, I think, before this. Oh, wow. I yeah, think... she was in... Uh, she was nominated for About Schmidt, and then she won for Misery. So She was nominated for About Schmidt? I'm pretty sure yeah. she was. Wow. I'm going to yeah, double check that to be right. safe. Yeah. My dad, whenever she's brought up, all he can think of is the hot tub scene in that movie. That's well, that's the one that everyone remembers the most from that. Yeah. <laughs> I love oh, that yeah. Oh, no, no. Okay, so she was nominated for that movie, and she was also nominated for that movie Primary Colors back in the day. Remember that one? Was that about a, an election movie, right? It's vaguely like John Travolta, John Travolta playing like Bill yeah, Clinton type kind of thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? I've never seen it. Uh, I've only seen parts of it. How many of these do you guys think are going to translate to Oscars? Let's just go through a couple of the actors. I think Joker will actually show up more than people will expect at the Oscars. Oh, I, I, I concur with that. Uh, I doubt Todd Phillips is going to get a director nomination, but I'm actually believing now that he's probably going to get a Best Picture nomination. I definitely think now looking at the category that Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Brad Pitt are like locks for best supporting. I think Tom Hanks might push his way in too. So. Oh yeah, well I mean Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks. He always pushes his way into the Oscar and category. Was, well, actually no, because he hasn't been nominated since oh gosh, uh, Castaway I think. Oh, shit! It's been a while. Yeah, because oh, he no, got wasn't, for Captain wasn't he Phillips. nominated for The Post? Just for being, was it called no, the Post? No, no, he, he was nominated for the Post. He was nominated. I think for they said just for being in a movie. Tom Hanks, the Post. No, no, maybe again, it's Tom just because he's always years. in the movies nominated for Best Picture, at least one a year. <laughs> like Bridge of yeah. Spies and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That I'm just like. Which, I mean, uh, he could have got only for that. He was great in that movie. So. I still haven't seen Bridge of Spies. I hear it's really good though. I think 1917 will get some te- like a lot of technical nominations, but it'll probably only win for uh, cinematography because everyone seems to agree that's the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't. I, I think outside of Leo DiCaprio, I don't think any of the actors from musical comedy are going to make it to the Oscars. Uh, Ouch. Just out of act. Why do you think DiCaprio? Everyone liked Brad Pitt better. They liked him better, but DiCaprio. I mean, he's you know it's Leonardo DiCaprio. People love that dude. I so. I think uh, still though. No? Yeah, no, he was he has some fantastic acting in that movie. Yeah, I agree. Uh I think yeah. That his Oscar speech for The Revenant kind of and I know people think that's silly like, oh, no one's going to snub you for the rest of your life because of a lame ass speech. I think they will. He got up there and was all like, I don't care about awards, save the earth. I'm going to go to my yacht now. It was horrible. I personally feel like not all great actors are great speech givers. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys yeah, agree yeah. with me, but I felt like his performance in The Revenant wasn't nearly as deserving as his performance in Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, Michael Fassbender was my pick that year. So. Yeah. Well, his performance in The Revenant wasn't nearly as. That's not even a top five Leo performance for me. Yeah, I agree. I I, uh, and, I, think, I think with. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and uh, 
Wolf of Wall Street. I just want to see Leo in more comedies because his comedic timing is on point. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, that's how I felt with Gosling after uh, what's it called, uh, Nice Guys as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even though it didn't get nominated for best drama picture, I mean, I think this is a lock that Parasite is going to be you know, is going to dominate a lot at the Oscars this year. Oh, I agree. Also. Like, I'm so happy Bong Joon-ho is getting recognition for director and screenplay. Yeah, so. I was going to say, screenplay as well. Oh, sorry. Dude, I think, like, like I think it's going to be between um, Marriage Story and um, Parasite for original screenplay in the end. Like, that's going to be the two biggest contenders. I know this is mainly movie-based, but that all the television categories are kind of weak and expected, you know? Well, the pro- again, the problem is, is that it's last year's Emmys and this year's Emmys, except... I don't get why everyone's still in love with Big Little Lies. Like you said, this season was eh. horrible. This this season was an extended epilogue that answered the one question. And that one question everyone had after season one, I don't want to spoil anything, was, okay, so why would they think they need to lie about this? And, you know, the answer, if you've read that author's work, is because human beings are liars, you know? <laughs> and it's brilliant. But to put season two... You know, and drag out that question and answer it with how they answer it. And I don't want to spoil anything. It's, it's just it's the so problem of, stupid. It's you the know? problem of sequelitis. So sequelitis can affect TV shows as much as movies. So. Yeah, well, I will say I really did like how crazy go nuts off the walls Meryl Streep's performance was. And Nicole Kidman's reactions to Meryl Streep's insanity, it, it, it was at least entertaining. I'm not trying to say it's, it has no value, but what a weird... You know, every sequel series, actually, that's been nominated, I'd say, is kind of awkward. Did anybody watch Catch-22? No. No, I... We we tried to request it from Hulu, and they told us no, so I'm like, all right, I'm not going to watch it. I heard it was good from one friend who watched it. I heard it's fine. It's it's okay, so... It's a good story, mean, it's also a sporadic story, and it's told from jumping around... You know, it's not like a Billy Pilgrim jump around, but it's crazy like that. And I'm always interested in like whatever Clooney action. works on under a creative yeah. end. But, you know, I didn't get around to watching it, so it's, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. All the animated features being awful sequels, that, that was also very upsetting. I know you yeah. touched on that a little earlier. Well, the so then we should the probably wind down. We don't need to make this yeah. super long for the people listening. So, I mean, is there any last points you want to make before we... Because uh, I know we're going to probably do another recording later today. Uh, you know, you, people listening, you'll hear it tomorrow uh, where we talk about a lot of the big preliminary awards along with the Golden Globes and more in depth when we're awake, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, uh, but any other thoughts or impressions just from this live reaction? Uh, were you surprised that... Oh, yeah, go on, Nathan. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, really bummed, like I said before, that Hustlers didn't get a nomination under anything other than her performance, uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez's. Uh, Knives I'm not out. terribly surprised. I mean, it had some big competitors. I mean, when you look at the uh, comedy, uh, uh, comedy picture, I mean, what Dolomite, JoJo, Nine. Oh yeah, no, that's Nine. that's a great list. Uh, don't get me wrong. I just I think Hustlers is among one of the best of the year. Period. But you know, it, okay. it's the Golden Globes. Uh, Knives yeah, out. Get it, Jake. It's the Golden Globes. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Knives out. I'm glad got nominations under performances because Daniel Craig is generally very entertaining. Ana de Armas is really good in the movie as well. I don't think she's going to make it over to the Oscars at all. I think Aquafina 
Should for oh, wait, sure. Was Anna Diarmas nominated? Oh yeah, there she is. Yeah, I, I must have missed her name when I heard, heard it too. So <laughs> yeah. Um, outside of that, I'm I'm glad Dolomite is my name got some love. Uh, still need to see Rocket Man, but I'm sure I'm gonna be glad that it got some love. I'm sad that Jojo Rabbit didn't get any love under Best Screenplay. No, but at least it got uh, an acting nomination and a picture nomination. Yeah, it's like okay, I agree. Yeah. Oh, part of the problem is just the way that people were so divided in the reactions to that movie. So, where's Best Actress in a supporting role for uh, Scarlett Johansson in that movie? Because she was that I was surprised. Fantastic. Because honestly, I'm like Annette Bening in the report. I I know people were like trying to hype that for a while, but I don't know anybody who's seen the report. Honestly, yeah, I was gonna say I don't mean to sound like this jerk, but what's the report? The report is that one that Amazon's um, promoting about uh, the investigations into CIA torture post 9/11. Oh, okay, that's probably good. Yeah, but I mean, and that's the thing where it's like I know we reviewed it on the site, and one of the things was like people who saw it enjoyed it enough, but I'm like I don't know anyone else really who's seen this movie. Also, I'm bummed we didn't get James Corden for Cats for best supporting actor. <laughs> Cats was only nominated for song, and I think that's how it's going to happen at the Oscars too. And it was the it was the Taylor Swift song. I'm telling you. Well, that's the only original song. Everything. That's the only original song in the movie. It so. got oh, snubbed. It so got snubbed. Terrible. They got a Alamo Rowdy screening of that show. Or should I say a Meowdy screening? Where everybody gets to like hiss and meow really loud. What? The Meowdy. Yeah, I, I read that. Yeah, I saw that link you shared. Do you think if the Joker wins best score, they'll they'll like kind of dance their way up there and then I'll start crotch thrusting? <laughs> no, they'll start playing um, Rock and Roll Part 2. Honestly, is that the front runner for best score? Because I, I didn't... I don't, I don't I think so. Look at that again. Um, 1917 has been getting a lot of traction from some people, so... <laughs> I don't see best score on the link that I have, but that's, that's fine. Oh, I got it right here, because um, the nominations for that were... Uh, Motherless Brooklyn, Little Women, Joker, nineteen seventeen, and Marriage Story. So was it Cersei S- Ronan from Little Women that got the nod? Yeah, she got nominated too. That's cool. I figured that she was gonna get a bunch of award nods, and maybe she won't. But I was she, they're, hoping it they're, was they're trying to do a last minute push for her, but it's a matter of whether she actually will get it or not, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. The problem is, is that Marriage Story came out really late in the award circuit. Circuit, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's all I have to say on the subject. Uh, yeah, so I think that's all we got to get. So thank you for listening to our ramblings, people who are listening out there. Um, yeah, so this will be up. I mean, the audio for the ceremony will be embedded. I mean, like, I'll put a link to the video, but I'm going to try to put it on the actual, like, parts where we're talking to, which maybe not as animated, it's just the problem that the audio was really weak on the Facebook bit of link that I was watching, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, it only matches the quality and effort they put into the actual ceremony itself. I was about to like. say, we all seemed as tired as Tim Allen and Dakota Fanning were. I know, they're just like, hey, you guys want to do any presentation stuff? No? Alright, here's some paper. Just Tim, Allen, Tim Allen was like, oh, I thought I was going to do this voice only. Fuck. <laughs> he, sh- he should have done it as Buzz Lightyear. That would have made it more interesting. Give me some shades. All right. For best picture in a nominee in a comedy or musical. I love how they just went down that list and then we're just like, all right, best actor in a musical comedy. We got Daniel Craig, we got Leonardo DiCaprio, Taron Egerton, Eddie Murphy, and now best motion picture animated. We got Frozen, uh, How to Turn Your Dragon. I, I know it's so unglamorous. Like, <laughs> like the only time I've ever seen like an award like nomination presentation that was lively was that one time Seth um, Seth MacFarlane and Emma Stone did it. Yeah. And, like. 
yeah, they pissed off some people because they made some edgy jokes, but it was way more entertaining to watch than any other nomination thing that I've ever seen. Seth MacFarlane wasn't a bad Oscar host. He was a bad Oscar host, but he was not a bad nomination presenter. Maybe I'm remembering him too fondly. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. He wasn't like the. Uh, he, he was, was fine. I liked him. He, he wasn't yeah, he Anne Hathaway moments, and James Franco because that was no. That is fu- the, that is the worst. That is a that fucking James Franco weird of all time. Yeah, that's the worst that's a that's a legendarily awful uh, presentation. Which was sad because Anne Hathaway was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, that's it just, the thing. They were both really great in the two comedies that came out the year before, where it was just like, all right, well, she was pretty good in uh, Get Smart, and uh, he was pretty good in Pineapple Express. Let's put them together. It'll make something wonderful. And then you're just like, oh no, it's kind of like you know who doesn't like flies and who doesn't like Jeff Goldblum. Let's it's like put they them thought they were mixing the... chocolate and peanut butter, but the chocolate and peanut butter were stale. <laughs> Or yeah. Flies and Jeff Goldblum, yeah. Oh <laughs> Just comes up. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, let's let's wind this down. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you all for listening. And uh, yeah, tune in in a little bit. We'll talk more about uh, the awards and some of the other stuff, like the Los Angeles Critics and the Critics' Choice Awards just put out their nominations and winners. So we'll talk about that later tonight, too. So, Ooh. all right. Uh, see you, everybody. Till we meet again.